5 to H Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas High School Club and College Soccer Landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 podcast powered by our proud partners, College Promoters USA. They are America's premier college prep program and high school student athlete marketing service since 1997. Located locally here in the San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social media on Twitter at SATX Recruiting, as well as on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about at their website at collegepromotersusa.com. My next guest, he is the head coach of one of the elite women's soccer programs in the country, college women's soccer programs in the country. He is more than just, uh, he's more, much, much more than just Fort Worth famous. He is coach Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Coach, welcome. Thank you for having me, man. Pleasure to be here. Appreciate having you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, excited to have you here. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's go ahead. Let's just dive right in. I, I know that uh, for most people have heard of TCU. Most people have heard of the Horn Frogs. Many may be uh, familiar with their women's soccer program that has risen under that has risen to great uh, great national prominence in, during your time there. But uh, just briefly, tell us a little bit of, of where uh, where you've been and how you got to TCU. Okay, uh, born and raised in Akron, Ohio. Uh, don't anybody famous from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. Mr. Uh, gentleman okay, by the name cool. of LeBron James. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 We hail from the same area. Oh, um, nice. There you go. Went to, uh, we went to a small, I went to a small liberal arts school in Ohio called the college of Worcester, uh, division three program played back in the 1900s and, um, got into college coaching in 97. Uh, bounced around in a lot of different places. I call it the kind of like the minor leagues of college soccer. Um, prior to um, coming to to TCU, I was an assistant coach at Florida State for six years. Um, prior to that, I was an assistant coach at the University of Illinois for four years. Uh, Minnesota prior to that for a year, and um, Indiana University of Pennsylvania or IUP for a year as a head coach. And I was, I started off in 97, as I said before, at a division called National University, the Eagles. And we coached both men and women there. I was an assistant coach there. That's where I, I cut my teeth, so to speak. There you go. Awesome. Good deal. And now, so tell us a little bit. So you've been now at uh, TCU for how long exactly? 11, 11 seasons. So, so this next fall, will you'll be entering your twelfth year? Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. So, so you know, as we look forward, very briefly, we look back to uh, 
we look back to 20, you know, the fall season that was the 2022 season, and you're in the midst of your, uh, in the middle of your, uh, your spring season, right, right now in 2023. But what was maybe, you know, you went 14, 14, five and five, made it to the third round of the NCAA tournament, where unfortunately, uh, you, <clears throat> you bowed out to uh, Notre Dame. But uh, what was that? What was maybe the biggest lesson, biggest takeaway from the 2022 season? Wow, that's a that's a good question. Um, I think that um, you you kind of go into well, we went into the season thinking that uh, we were at a certain sp a spot as a program or as a team for the season. And what I quickly learned is that you can't skip steps. And so we had to kind of go back and revisit some things or visit some things that we kind of thought we knew or had under control and we really didn't. And so a valuable lesson moving forward is that, you know, the beginning is the beginning and you have to treat the team as if, you know, it's a brand new team, which it was. And um, you have to make sure you cover all the things that allow you to be successful. So valuable lesson learned and, um, you know, hopefully we'll be better for it moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so right now, as you find yourself in the middle of the 2020, the 2023 spring season, what is what is maybe the, that impact from that lesson learned from the fall of 2022? Uh, what's maybe the impact that it's having right now that you're seeing unfold in your spring season right now? Yeah, um, you know, we have a relatively younger group right now. And so um, really doing a lot of work on mentality and effort and, and making sure that, you know, we're the hardest working team on the field on game day. And we have a, a few more uh, spring games to, in order to, to get uh, to hone in on that and, and make sure that area of our of our team is buttoned up. And, you know, the soccer will come. We, 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 we take great pride in valuing the ball and possessing the ball and, and, and having a, a dominant uh, possession, I guess, percentage. Um, but our mentality has to be of a winning mentality and we have to make sure that, uh, that area is buttoned up. So we've been working on that a lot over the spring. You know, it, it's hard to ignore what's happened there in your time there, you know, 11 years, you're going into your 12th season this fall, the transformation that's taken place there for the TCU women's soccer program, uh, since you've arrived and obviously besides you, what's, what's been probably the biggest change? What would you say has been the biggest change that's led to that transformation? Um, you know, I, I, a lot of different things. The biggest thing would probably just be us making sure that uh, we've identified the proper players that are going to come out and be able to play a specific style that we want to play, right? Um, and I think that, you know, I, I, stay, I think my staff, uh, Ryan Higginbotham, has been with me since day one. Um, has been a tremendous asset um, to our staff and our program. And, we also have Tom Sturtwing as our goalkeeping guy. We also, you know, handles his pieces as well. Uh, staff, I think that um, we have been able to identify players that are able to do the things that we want to do stylistically while also trying to win soccer games. And so I think that's been the probably the, the most important thing. And, you know, um, as the old saying goes, it's not about um, the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's, right? And so you have to right. have the uh, – the, the proper talent in order to to play a, a style of soccer that we want to play. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we have there uh, here and there, we have some minor technical difficulties that we're pushing through. So, uh, so great stuff. Great answer, coach. Thank you. So, you know, getting ready to again, enter your 12th season this fall, 
things have clearly changed in your time there. And now you kind of go, you're a national, you know, national elite level program, a top 10 program in the country. You have that target on your back now. How, so how do you now, how do you make that adjustment and how do you, how do you uh, make that adjustment, but also now sustain that newfound success? Yeah. I think that, um, you know, that's why kids are coming here now. Right. Um, in order to, and in, in, in order to give them chance, give them an opportunity to compete for to win not only big 12 championships, but national championships. And so, yeah, we're going to have the target on our back, but I think the biggest thing that we've learned, we just got to embrace it. It is what it is. We've earned that as a program. Right. And, um, you know, we're not afraid to play anybody and we'll take any, all, any and all takers and, you know, let's let's get it on on the field and see who's the better the program on the day. So, um, for us, it's about yeah. embracing the uh, the challenge and making sure that um, you know we're ready and buttoned up and prepared to play whoever wants to play us. Awesome, well said. I like that uh, embracing competition. That's always a great thing. So, absolutely. Um, so, spring season so far. Tell us uh, tell us how it's going and maybe what's just what's was there a particular, what was maybe the biggest objective going into this spring? Yeah, um, I think there's two, so far so good, by the way. I think that uh, we have a smaller spring roster, so it's making the the the, the practices a little bit challenging. Um, but on the, on the flip side of that, I think that the two things that we're really focusing on is, one is, as I told before, this effort and work rate and mentality. Um, and making sure that that is we're we're competing at a championship level all the time, and hopefully that's going to transfer over into the field when we when we play some of these teams that are, we have coming up in the spring. And also, you know, just making sure that our culture is buttoned up. Then making sure that uh, going into the the summer and the fall, uh, we as a group, as a family, are all in the same page where we're rowing and all in the same direction, and uh, all are in it for the same thing. So. You know, culturally, we're doing a lot of different things, but also from a mentality standpoint, we're doing a lot of things as well. And so hopefully, like I said, when we get to May, um, at the end of the semester, we're in a really good spot going into the summer months. Right. Yeah. You know, so obviously the, the Big 12 is in the middle of seeing some major changes, right? Tell us a little bit. Talk to us a little bit about playing in playing in the Big 12 and uh, just the, the grind of that. And also, you know, as it's transforming how do you, how do you all obviously you focus on your on your squad but what adjustments sure. or what preparations do you make to adjust to how what the conference will look like this fall sure and you know coming here back in 2012 that was uh, a big draw for me as far as you know, taking the job you know you look at you know teams that have done well in the, in the Big 12 and advanced and, and gone on and done some big things in the NCAA tournament that was very uh, important to me to, to put ourselves and myself in a situation where we're, we're going to get pushed by by talented teams on a on a weekend basis. Um, so it, it's it's a gauntlet of teams, right? That you have to go through in order to be successful. And you know, over the the course of time or the recent history, we've been pretty successful. But uh, hopefully, we can continue that. So it's hard. It's really hard, mm -hmm. um, and it's only going to get harder with uh, the, the four programs that have come into the conference. So we have. BYU, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati. And uh, I'm really looking forward to playing these new groups. And, you know, BYU has gone to the Final Four a few years back, and right. they've done a, a wonderful job over the course of time. And so 
very excited for them to be joining us and um, you know seeing and, and making our conference a better you know women's soccer conference and so um, that'll be exciting just uh, food for thought we play uh, BYU in the fall uh, for their first big and BYU I think if I'm not mistaken I haven't done all the research but I'm pretty sure that that's going to be the first big 12 or big 12 conference um game for any sport that they that they're playing so i would assume there's going to be a lot of people there a lot mm. of excitement around that game and yeah we're going to go out there and embrace that and, and take them on and see how we do yeah and you all will be hosting them for that one no 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 we play them we play them there at byu oh okay in provo okay gotcha in Provo. okay good deal yep. uh, yeah so one of the things that's always you know having been a former college coach as well one of the things that always fascinated me was to be able to um, when we played different schools is after a while, you kind of start to see certain traits, certain characteristics of certain conferences. Right. Um, if you had to describe uh, maybe some characteristics, uh, some traits, the, some a personality of the Big 12. Right. As a conference. Right. When it comes to the yeah. soccer programs, how would you describe that? Um, super competitive. Um a bunch of teams with the a, a fighting mentality to win and every every game is a dog fight right and you know we've been fortunate over the last few years to be successful but it, it's not easy and i don't take winning any college soccer game for granted because i know at the end of the day it's super hard and you know <laughs> our conference is really good and you know over the course of time we've advanced teams that you know out of our league to go into the ncaa tournament and make big runs and so uh, I, I think that's only going to get better with these new, these new programs that are joining our league. And so I'm really excited about the future of our league and, um, you know, hopefully we can continue to be successful in our league. Yeah. Yeah. He is Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs coach. So what has you, you know, we start segueing here a little bit. We look to the fall, right? And obviously yep. you're still getting through the spring. You're kind of figuring out, you know, figuring out a rotation, figuring out some, you know, your depth, uh, for right. the fall, but what has you maybe right now the most excited about the upcoming fall season? Um, our schedule, right? We play some mm -hmm. really, really good teams, non-conference. And, you know, I think that, um, the, the other thing that's, it's a big deal is that we're losing some players that have been fifth year players. And so it's, it's, a, it's going to be a brand new team, a brand new look of TCU soccer. And so I'm excited about, you know, the team that we're going to be able to put on the field, come August and see, you know, how we do. Um, but I think that uh, stylistically and philosophically, I don't think anything is going to change. We're still going to look to boss the game with the ball and possess it and, and, and create uh, you know, goal scoring opportunities through our possession. Um, but we're going to have some different personalities on the field that it will be different mm -hmm. and teams will have to game plan differently for these different personalities. And so that's going to be interesting. And it's always a chess match and I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, playing these different teams. And, you know, we've got, uh, we're playing A&M, we're playing at Florida State, we're playing Penn State. And so um, it's just, it should be fun. Yeah. yeah. So next one here is, we, again, as we start segueing, Coach, um, your thoughts, this next one could be very open-ended, uh, not not meant to be loaded, but can be, right, is current state of, of the women's soccer, the college game, right, women's okay. soccer what's uh what's your your assessment right now where you look at it maybe where you've been where it's been as of late and where it is now and where you think it's going 
I think that uh, the gap between the number one team and the number 50th team is closer, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that um, there's a lot more parity in our game to where you look at it and maybe back in the day, there could be probably three or four teams that could win a national championship. And now I look at it and it's probably 15 to 16 teams that can win a national championship now. So um, I, I, I like that. And, you know, you, you're seeing a lot of programs like Alabama who uh, advanced to the, the final four for the first time ever in their program's history. And, you know, we're looking to do the same thing here at TCU. So I think that uh, the gap between um, the top and the bottom is, is, is closing and, there's a lot more kids playing soccer around the country and it's a very popular game. And, you know, there's a lot of talent around the country as opposed to, you know, back in the day when, you know, UNC could handpick whoever they wanted and everybody else got scraps. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's a lot different now. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we know, we know that obviously yourself and your staff, you make the, you make the rounds on the recruiting trail, obviously, but um, so on the club side, that is now just curious um, thoughts, your assessment have no idea if you ever get a chance to just mosey on out and make a, a high school game or not. But your thoughts and what you're able to assess what you hear, maybe what you see on social media regarding the, just the Texas high school soccer scene. Well, I went to a high school game, what, uh, two weeks ago? You know, South Lake Carroll, one of the best teams in, in, in the, not only in Texas, but in the country, is just in our backyard. So I went to go see them play. Um, but I think that, you know, typically um, if I'm going to a high school game, it's not to, to I do go to high school games, by the way. Um, it's not to just kind of, <laughs> it's not to kind of uh, browse the field to see who's out there. I'm very interested in seeing a, a specific individual or individuals play in the high school environment. So um, it's very targeted and, you know, we make a point to go out and see, especially locally, we, we make a point to go out and see some, some high school games to show our face, but also to let uh, those kids know that uh, we're super interested and show them a little love. Yeah. I'm sorry, coach. My, my headset wasn't working too well. Was that, did you say you attend high school games? Is that right? I didn't hear you. Yeah, I didn't hear that's you. right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's so right. great to hear. No, that's, that's yeah. absolutely great to hear. Great to hear. So Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so any now biggest change you think when you look at the college game, right, in the next five years, because obviously there's all kinds of new. The game has changed more in probably the last three years between not only the pandemic, but then the introduction of NIL as well. Mm -hmm. And then the college portal, which has been around the transfer portal that's been around since 2017. Mm hmm. What do you see in your personal guesstimation as the biggest change coming in the next five years? The biggest change in the next five years in women's college soccer. Well, hopefully they bring back overtime. Because <laughs> they <laughs> it's took still a heated away. one, right? Yeah. Oh man, that was stupid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we have another year of that, and hopefully after that, um, they bring it back. Um, I think that. What you've also seen from an evolution standpoint is the 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 comfort level uh, with the ball at the goalkeeper's feet. Um, mm -hmm. A big big change over the course of time that I think is only going to get better as uh, these uh, goalkeepers come through uh, the system to where you know they're an extra player on the field. Where they, back in the day, they just you get it and they just lump it forward. Um, and yeah. so now they're they're a lot more comfortable with the ball at their feet, which I think is. You know, you'll see that, I think, 
make the game a little bit better as we move forward. Um, other than that, I mean, NIL and, and, and the transfer port, I don't, I don't think those things are going to change the game as far as how it looks and from a viewing perspective. Um, but it will be a little bit different as far from a recruiting perspective. And mm-hmm. obviously now, um, you know, back in the day uh, when kids were looking to transfer, um, you didn't really know about it unless they let you know that they were transferring their interest in your school. Right. And now with the portal, what that allows kids to do is as soon as they go in, everybody knows. And so there aren't any secrets and, you know, you know, end up and come up in, 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 in August and find out, oh, wow, so-and-so went to so-and-so and you already know. And so um, I think that um, it's a little bit more transparent as far as the portal is concerned. But yeah. as far as the game is concerned, I don't, I don't think that it's going to change very much. Now, with uh, hopefully we get overtime back which I think will help our game out. And hopefully, um, you know, with the, like I said before, with the goalkeepers being a lot more comfortable with the ball, their feet, I think that changes the game as well. Mm-hmm. Now, as you talk to your peers on that, on the overtime rule, what's you're testing the waters there? What's everybody's take on that? If you had to take a poll amongst college coaches, what do you think that would come back as, as far as in favor of or, or against? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to answer this in a, in a roundabout way, but, you know, when the, when it was being proposed, a lot of people were for it. And I think that they didn't really, I guess, look at all the different scenarios and how it can impact the game. And I think now that we've had a year to deal with it, I know a lot of people were like, man, we got to get our overtimes back because this is stupid. Wow. Um, and so uh, hopefully after this, it's a, it's a two-year period in which they have to have it. And then after that, hopefully um, wiser wiser heads prevail. And we get the overtime back, but um, it, it, I didn't like it at all. And um, we had too many ties. And I know they look at it from a player safety standpoint, but I look at it as you know now teams look at it and say, well, if we play TCU, we only have to play one. We, we got to play ninety minutes. That's it, right? We don't have mm-hmm. to play one hundred and twenty minutes or one hundred and ten minutes or whatever it is, and uh, one hundred and ten minutes. And so yeah, I know that they looked at it from a player safety, but I think. It, it hurt the game as far as the different ties. And I know it made it harder for the NCAA tournament or NCAA tournament committee to uh, make decisions on who should be in and who shouldn't be in. So yeah. um, we'll see what happens, but hopefully wiser heads prevail. Right. I was also, I was definitely, I was a huge fan of the golden goal rule as well. Loved it. You know, so to Loved see it. that, yeah, to see that rule kind of go by the wayside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so no doubt. Um, all right, coach, last one, as we get ready, we start segueing here to our next segment shortly. But uh, so this next one, kind of a little bit more of a reflection question, kind of a deeper question. But um, how you think about this one here a little bit, how will you define success for the 2023 TCU Frogs? Oh, that's a good question. I think that, um, you know, we, we often use this phrase, the standard is the standard. Um, and our standard of success is obviously, the, for me, the minimums is to make it to the NCAA tournament, right? Um so that's the minimum standard that we have within our program. Um, and so we have to get back into the NCAA term. we got to be a part of the 64th team field. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, I think that um, we as coaches have to make sure that we maximize our strengths and, and minimize our weaknesses. And if we're bright enough and smart enough and clever enough to do that, I think that uh, we'll have a, a, a really good season. we got to keep our kids healthy, which I think is, is super important. We have to have you know, our best players healthy enough to play in these games. And so 
we always want to make sure that that is a is a, is a priority. Um, but we play a tough schedule, non-conference, and obviously within the Big 12. And, you know, hopefully that sets us up for success and we win our fair share of games to to get into the NCAA tournament and give ourselves a chance to compete for a national championship. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Great answer, great answer. He is Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. And this uh, first segment, our building out of the back segment, brought to you by our good friends, Global Scarves. They are they are the top provider of custom-knitted scarves, beanies, and other other fan merchandise in the U.S., all merch is fully custom with free design services and free shipping on all orders. You can contact them at info at globalscarves.com to get any free designs or quotes built out for your school or club. And also use the hashtag 5050pod all right, for additional uh, for additional savings. So awesome, Coach. We know we're going to have you. You're going to come right back with us for our second segment, counterattack segment, where we get to pick on you a little bit, have some fun, ask you some <laughs> Ask you some random rapid fire questions. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Coach Eric Bell. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face to face approach to area high school student athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 Podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. And we are back with Coach Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. All right, Coach, it is about that time. You ready? Ready, brother. All right. First question. VAR, VAR, whichever one you want to refer to it as, yes or no? Yes. All right, good. Favorite number and why? Um, I prefer the number nine. Um, I, I don't think I was – I don't – I always like the number because it was the closest to 10, and 10 is being perfect, but I was, I'm not perfect, so I want to be as close as to perfect as I could be, so I like the number nine. Good stuff. Awesome. Plus Michael, hey. plus, plus Michael Jordan Ward in the Olympics. Did, oh, yeah, he did. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. You're talking about the, the second time around, right, on the Dream Team? Both was times. That, right? Both, he wore nine both times? 84 and 92. Did he wear that in 84 too? I got to go yeah. back and check that. All right. Yeah. All right. Lake, ocean, or river? Lake, ocean, or river. Um, get me to the ocean. Get you to the ocean. All right. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not, an, I'm not an ocean guy. You know more about space than the ocean. That says everything. Yeah, so. Sure. All right. Bucket list destination. Bucket list destination. All right. So, um, one of my bucket list is destination or bucket list items is to travel to every state, right? Mm -hmm. And I just have three. So there's uh, Hawaii, Alaska, and North Dakota that I have left on my list. Nice. All right. Yeah. So three states, that's it? Did that's I hear it, that bro. Right? Oh, yep, wow. that's it. Wow. Good stuff. All right. Hobby you discovered during the pandemic? <laughs> I don't know if it was a hobby, but Netflix was a friend of ours. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you're in line. You're in line. Yeah. I think everybody got some new subscriptions after that. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. 
right. All right. Uh, next one. Greatest sports movie. gotta be oh man it's a it's a it's a toss-up my man my favorite movie is jerry Maguire. okay however if you just <laughs> it, it is a kind of a sports movie but it's a rom-com it's got all this kind of, but if you're just talking sports movie you got to go remember the titans or miracle yeah miracles one of the two Miracle, yeah, yeah, big miracle. I kind of have a three. It's kind of a three-headed monster for me. That, uh, but miracle okay. and miracles, one of them. Miracles, one of them. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. All right, next one. This one I always love asking. This one because it ruffles feathers, and you can't say okay. your own team either. So, okay. favorite and least favorite soccer team. Favorite. My favorite team is Arsenal. Well, this concludes the podcast, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I can live with an Arsenal fan. I can live. It's just, it's, we've had way too be. many Manchester United fans. We've had yeah, many, way too many. Man United. United. <laughs> Most people would say it's Tottenham if you're an Arsenal fan, but I don't care about those guys. My least favorite. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to say, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be Spurs, yeah. but no. Yeah. But Man U? Okay. All right. So you're back to back to credibility with the Man U okay. answer. Right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Who do you All support? Right. I am so in the Premier League. I'm a Liverpool guy. I'm a Liverpool. Okay. Guy. So, yeah. so we'll, tough times. We'll play you guys soon. <laughs> tough times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, one thing. So, Eric Bell is appointed the soccer czar in America, in mm-hmm. charge of all of soccer. One thing you first thing that you'd change in so, uh, regarding soccer in America tomorrow. Agenda item number one. No more pay for play. Good. Good. <laughs> Hopefully we get can get there one day. Hopefully we can get there one day. I don't know. I think that <laughs> I think that ship is sailed. But if I could change it, no more pay to play. Yeah. All right. Good deal. All right. Any as a as a uh, as a coach, not as a player. Any game day superstitions or rituals? Don't believe in that stuff. None of it, huh? <laughs> I don't believe in it. Either you're ready or not. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I ate, what I put on, how I put it on. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Either you're good All enough right. to win the game or you're not. Okay. All right. Good. Good answer. I like that. All right. Most speaking of Netflix, most recent binge watch series, series of movies, something, something you kind of binge um binge watch? Yeah. Um over the holidays, I watched this thingy on BET plus called Bruh. B-R-U-G-B-R-U-H. Bruh. It's a okay. Tyler Perry series on a, on a, a bunch of guys just kind of hanging out and being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it lured you in, huh? Lured you it in? It lured me in. And I kind of binge right. watched it over the holidays. All right. Good deal. All right. Pretty good, though? You recommend it or, or no? Nah, it was okay. No. But it, it, it's just okay. It but it lured me of- in. Just kind of left you like bra yeah. at the end of it, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So next one's a little bit more of a deeper question, but in three words or three words or less, why do you coach? To have impact. There you go. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. All right. Next one. Last. Uh, got two more for you, coach. All right. <clears throat> Who would play you in a movie? They're making a movie of Coach Eric Bell. Who would play you? Who would play me? And you can't say The Rock because he's already playing me. So, okay, got it. He doesn't look like me. He doesn't look. Oh, like you me. don't have to look like uh, me. Maybe it's personality, or maybe it's just someone you like, right? 
Who do I like? Well, my favorite actor is Denzel, but he's too old. So um, <laughs> let's 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 say um, let's say Marlon Wayans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't heard that name in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's use him. I was guess any older than Denzel though. Isn't he older than Denzel? No. No. Marlon is a younger Marlon. brother. You like Keenan Ivory or Daniel? Oh, I'm Wayne thinking of Keenan. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of yeah. Keenan Ivory. No, yeah, yeah, never mind. Never mind. Marlon Wayans is one of the younger guys. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right, last one here for you. Kind of a kind of a deep reflection one as well. Kind of a hypothetical too. But okay. knowing all that you know now and all your years of coaching, if you could go back to when you were a player, how would you have coached you? How would I have coached me? I would have coached me really hard <laughs> because I was, I was able to take it, right? I was mm-hmm. able to take a coach riding me. Um, but I will also, I would have coached me in a way that made me more of a student of the game. Um, I didn't have an appreciation for tactics back then, nor was it really super, super stressed, as I, at least when I were, where I came from. And, right. you know, I think that set me back a little bit. But if I was a little bit more tactically astute, I think mm-hmm. I would have been a better soccer player. Yeah. Now, do you think that's something in all your years of coaching and all your stops, do you think that's something that yeah. in a player, either they kind of just have that natural, that natural it in terms of wanting to be a student of the game or they don't, no matter how much tactics you throw at them? Um, I think there's some validity to that. Um, I think that you really, really, I mean, a lot of players, you know, today play soccer because they're good at it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the minority is it's a small percentage of kids that are really, really into it and dive into it and tactically understand it, right? Yeah. And yeah. those kids are the kids that you really, really want because they're mm-hmm. going to be coaches on the field. Right. And I think that, um, you know, that there aren't enough of those kids to, to go around. Yeah, that's a great answer. And, and and I think you've experienced it. I've seen it. I, I've kind of, as I've gotten older, uh, you know, I'm not, not quite as old as Denzel, but as I'm getting there, right? Um, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've started to assess my players more. Like, I'm not, it's, I'm not looking for it, but it's just something that I come across is mm-hmm. I can start to tell more and more like, from my players, like, who would be a good coach or who has the makings of to be a coach one day? Do you, right. do you, do you, Oh yeah, you can see that for sure. Do you, do you kind of subconsciously just find yourself doing that? Um, no, but I, you can, you can definitely see it mm-hmm. um, in kids where they're a little bit more tactically astute and have a different level of understanding about the game and they pick up things a little bit faster. Like, Hmm, I yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Great stuff. He is Coach Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Coach, we got one uh, one additional question here for you from one of our listeners here, from Co- uh, Coach Steve Sanchez, who's actually a contributor of the Fifty Fifty Podcast. He's okay. asking how do the how do the incoming class of players look for the future of TCU soccer? Man, we're really. I think that uh, my staff has done a really good job of um, acquiring very good soccer players and allowing us to to be who we are as a program and. You know, again, stylistically playing a style of, of soccer that allows us to possess the ball. And so we've got a lot of ballers out there, a lot of people that, you know, we were able to find some diamonds in the rough, if you will, and um, that people don't know a whole lot about. And they're going to come out here and ball out, I think. So 
uh, we're excited about the future. Uh, the 23 class and the 24 class are very good. And, you know, come June the 15th, we'll start uh, actually speaking with uh, the 2025 class um, and hopefully yeah. securing some really good players in that class as well. Great, great stuff. Great stuff. Now, coach, before we, uh, before we let you go, obviously we got two things left for you, but one is where any, any plugs as far as upcoming camps, anything, or where you'll be in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, uh, anything yeah. you'd like you can share with us? Um, yeah. If you're interested in, in, in coming to some of our ID camps, you can hit my website at ericbellsocceracademy.com. Um, be more than happy to, to spend a weekend with you guys and help you become a better soccer player. But also give you some information about the process of, um, you know, becoming a college soccer player, and also giving you some some feedback as far as your play and where you will, where we would see you fit in within our environment, or maybe recommending a different environment that would be more suitable for uh, your playing level. Um, where will I be? I'm going to Phoenix here in a couple of weeks mm -hmm. um, for a an ECNL event, I believe. And then there's a GA event that we're talking about me going to in April. Um, I don't remember where it is, but, um, but yeah, we'll also be around the Metroplex as well. Um, uh, going to some games on the weekends as well. Going to some, going to some high school games from what I heard, right? Maybe. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. High school playoffs, <laughs> high school playoffs are starting, right? Yes, sir. Today's the uh, so today's actually the uh, the district certification deadline. So they will officially kick off on Thursday. And that's uh, right. That's right. If you really that's want right. to get a heavy dose of uh, Texas high school soccer, you can tune in tomorrow for our who knows how long. Let's see, we're trying to see if we can beat last year's six hour and nineteen minute uh, bracketology episode. <laughs> so the uh, we're teaming up with the uh, the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. Our great friends at the San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. We will okay. start at 12.30, 12.30 p.m. tomorrow. And different format, it'll go in the order of 4A, 5A, and 6A. So lots wow. of fun on that. Boys one. and girls? Yes, sir. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Got it. Wow. So, yeah, so, That's going to be a know, long conversation. You know, you know, was it Steve Katz, Joe, Lina Joe Lenardi? They don't have anything on us. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so, Coach, as we start wrapping up here, uh, as is customary, we used to call it Final Thoughts. Now we call it uh, Stoppage Time, uh, where we share just any thought, any thoughts regarding the game, thank yous, shout outs, messages, anything that's on your mind. Uh, we, uh, we always like to wrap up with that. And since you are a guest, the floor is yours. Floor is mine. Awesome. Yes, sir. Um, well, first and foremost, uh, let me thank you again for having me on this podcast. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of good questions, and um, I'm learning more about you and and and, and, the, and the team that you support. That very it's very telling, very very telling. Um, but it's all good. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think that if you if you're interested in TCU, this is uh, in our program. I think it's uh, well, the the way that we look at TCU soccer is the best of both worlds, right? You're gonna get a fantastic academic uh, experience where. You know, the, it's a very intimate environment and you're not just going to be a number um, when you're going to get taught by professors and um, get a very good education um, here in uh, Fort Worth. And then you look at it from an athletic perspective. Um, we're playing the big time schedules, big time teams and competing at a very high level, winning, you know, competing to win uh, Big 12 championships as well as uh, national championships. And so. Uh, not only us, but all the sports here at TCU are competing at a very high level. Obviously, you saw the football program make it to the national championship game. Our, mm -hmm. our men's basketball team just bowed out in the NCAA tournament, and our men's yeah, tennis team just won 
Vince and his team just won uh, the indoor national championships. Our, our beach volleyball team is ranked number nice. one in the country right now. And, yeah. um, baseball is ranked in the country as well. So we're kind of crushing it on all different levels. Um, I know Rifle is doing well. So um, our, all our sports programs are doing really well. And yeah. it's an expectation now to, to, to be competitive and not only within our conference, but in, in, in the country. So, um, you know, Fort Worth's a great place. Um, I love it here, and I'm 100% certain once you come on campus, you'll love it too. So that's my plug for TCU and TCU soccer. There you go. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, I know we appreciate you adjusting your schedule. I know we kind of had a false start when we were supposed to originally. Yeah, my apologies. Uh, this. A, we had no, some no, 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 hail no. damage to my car, and I didn't know that. Yeah. And I got out into my car going home. I was like, ooh, I need to get this sorted out. So. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, we appreciate you, and uh, and I'll share this on the air. You immediately, in the middle of all of that, you got on the horn right away and let me know. It's like, hey, we're going to need to reschedule. When I know, really, a podcast was the last thing on your mind. <laughs> so, so I appreciate that. Our listeners, our supporters, appreciate that as well. And yeah. most of all, we're just glad we're able to get you back. We're glad you're sure. okay, and uh, hopefully, your vehicle is uh, back and back and up and running soon. So it's running. It's running. It's just on the man. I just need to get it fixed that's yeah, all yeah good deal yeah. good deal. awesome so yeah and uh <clears throat> excuse me so our, our second segment here brought to you our counterattack segment brought to you by our good friends at gipper let me tell you a little bit about gipper gipper is the way schools athletic departments ad's and coaches create world-class marketing content join over 2500 coaches ad's and programs that use gipper to create high quality visual branded graphics for your program the best part anyone can do it in seconds on any device without needing any design experience whatsoever and just for being a, a 50-50 podcast listener, you can save 10% on any first-time Gipper purchase. Again, that's 10% just for being a 50-50 podcast listener. Just go to gipper.com slash partner slash 50-50 to learn more. Again, that's gipper.com slash partner slash 50-50 to learn more. Coach, this has been great. You know, my final thoughts really in terms of for stoppage time, I kind of already made that plug, bracketology. So, uh, you know, our good friends at Sandsoy Soccer Roundtable, Harry Austin, Rafa Castorena, who's also my co-host on uh, Inside Texas High School Soccer, as well as our newest newest member of the of the team, Coach uh, Steve Sanchez, who will be joining us as well, our 50-50 podcast contributor. We're going to be coming to you live tomorrow, <clears throat> excuse me, tomorrow at 12.30, uh, and you can see this. on It'll be live on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch, all over the place. Uh, we'll start with 4-8 right at 12.30. It'll be fun. Who now tune in to see if we beat our six hour and 19 uh, minute record from last year or if we can actually get under that. So so we shall see. But uh, good luck, with coach. That. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but that's uh, that's going to do it. Coach, uh, again, thank you to Coach Eric Bell, the head women's soccer coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Thank you to all our supporters, our listeners. We continue to grow now being listened to in 51 countries. Uh, really grateful for that and uh, being listened to now in 40, 40 states, uh, how we're listened to more in more countries than states in this country. I don't, I do not know, but uh, we are grateful nonetheless. So um, that's going to do it. Uh, any final, final words, coach, anything else you want to share, share with us? No, man. Thank you again for having me uh, on the podcast. I appreciate you thinking about me and as always go frogs. <laughs> there you go awesome so he is, he is more than just fort worth famous coach eric bell so thank you again to all our listeners our supporters uh you're the reason why we do it and you know what to do until the next time keep downloading and keep listening
You've been listening to the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading and keep listening.